Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> seen a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural. Lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cryptids of the Corn podcast. Oh, hey there, Mr. E. I am the great and powerful mystery. Oh, and I am Jay, clone number 64. I thought William Shatner was in here for a minute. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to say always, something. But... So I love Star Trek. Yeah. But he always bothered me as captain. Captain's log. Because of that. Yes. It's, just, know, it's, probably with my, it's probably with my learning disability. Probably is. Like but how he talks, literally. Your brain I like is, him as a guy, and I yeah. like his, I like all this stuff he does. Do you it's know just, how old he is? 106. You're not far off. He's like nine in his 90s, but he looks, he doesn't. I thought he was in still, his 80s. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still doing a, a uh, TV show, Unexplored or something like that. It's pretty good. It's on Discovery. Um, William Shatner is 92 years old. Can you believe that? That's because he's been to space. That's probably why. But he doesn't... I don't even understand. The only Star Trek captain to actually be to space. Really? Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote, space. It's all Do you ever see the video? No. Of him and Zero G? No. What's he doing? He's just floating there talking. Okay. It's just as weird. Yeah. Because it's just... Anyways. All right. Sorry. Off topic immediately. Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody. Is it Halloween today? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it? No. It should be, it's the week before Halloween, or the week after. I don't know. It's the day, yeah. It's the day after, I think. Yes. Happy Halloween. Hope you enjoyed this season. Yeah, I hope you had a lot of good, good candy and had seen some fun costumes. I hope you all dressed both costumes. And, you know, if if you have pictures from your Halloween night, share them on our Cryptids of the Corn page. Last year, we had some really good ones. Yeah, I love Uh, seeing Halloween costumes. Do you remember the tardigrade we had? Oh, yeah, I do. That was really good. That's a pretty good one, yeah. A water uh, bear. Yeah. So, anyways, happy Halloween. If you guys have o- noticed a difference in audio quality, uh, 
hopefully it's a better and you know a better difference. Hopefully you can turn us up real loud. Yes, uh, a listener. Actually, I'm going to read his thing here in a second. He made a suggestion and I followed it. I think it's a lot better. Not a not an audio engineer by trade. No, we're we're just professional podcasters. Yes, That's all. Everything we are. after is. But but I think that just goes to show you know we're. It's not just us doing this. You guys are just as much oh, part as this. You guys definitely I as think we are. Eighty percent of the episode topics that we have for the next couple of months are suggested by you guys. Right. So this it's you. It's our show together. I think we have we are topics all friends down all the way into season five. Holy moly! Mm-hmm. Holy moly! <laughs> Holy moly! I know. I said that once, and now it's like I don't no, think I probably say it often. You say it a lot. <sighs> I didn't even realize that's part of my vernacular. It just made me laugh. All right, so let's get through the front of house stuff. And we have Patreon members, and we have a lot of new reviews. You guys have had them coming hot and strong. Keep we bringing them in. It. Yeah, we love the five-star reviews. Uh, most of the ones, I, all the ones we have today are from Spotify. So they're comments, not reviews, but they're all positive comments. Okay. Uh, Paranormal Man Magazine, we're affiliates. If you ever buy anything from there, use our code Corn Crew, and we get a kickback. We appreciate you guys. It's yeah. a great magazine. It, it just it always, if you haven't in a while, or if you never have, check the show notes of our show. We got so many links and stuff listed there. You know, our other shows, our Paranormality ma- magazine, magazine link. The we merch. Got our, our merch shop is so, on the show. That's their best way to support us. November should be the winter shirt should be available. Ooh, exciting. Should I reveal what they are? Not yet. Well, it's today's November 1st. So, so yeah, the end of November. So, the we have Mothman in the snow. Ooh. And we have uh, Jay riding a hyena. <laughs> Which you can find on, is that on a Patreon episode where that art came out? No, I've used them as public, but they're only okay. going to be, av- they're the limited time available. For the shirts, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be the winter ones. They'll be, you know, only available for winter. All right. And if you have any suggestions for the uh, um, the upcoming spring shirts of what Justin should be. Yes. On, or Mr. E, I'm sorry. Mr. Mr. E, e should be on our shirts. Don't write in your suggestions. Huh? Don't get familiar with me. <laughs> This is just a business relationship. That's right. <laughs> no. So, yeah. YouTube. Check out the YouTube. The next documentary. Uh, it might take a little longer than I initially thought because in a good way. Right. We've had so many hyena stories come in. I'm trying to, me and Jay are trying to decide the best way to move forward, whether it's going to be a couple part series or you send them for a podcast or you do them all in one mega documentary. It just seems to be more prevalent than we even perceived. Yeah, it's so. and I, thankful. Which We've is got great. A lot yeah. of, and if you guys know anybody that's seen a hyena, please have you know email in and all that. I think it just backs up the whole idea. If you haven't listened to that hyena episode, I suggest you should go back to it. According to Jeremiah from the Bigfoot Society podcast. His favorite episode of ours. Exactly. He talks about it everywhere, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeremiah. Yes. Yes, great, great shout out. Thank you, Jeremiah. I can't remember what show I was hearing him mention us on with that, but it's just fun. It's funny to hear somebody talk about you. Yeah, I know it's weird. Where you're not like anywhere connected to anybody. No, no, it's, uh, that's the Big Bigfoot Society podcast. Oh yeah, Jeremiah, he's got a great show. Mm-hmm. We're always battling them out in the charts. Right, it's like Rocky and Apollo Creed. Going, hoo, hoo. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, uh, any ninety percent of you out there will know what that means. Sure, sure. And like you've already mentioned, merch, you know, the merch, the merch links shop. below. It's the best way to support us. And you get a cool shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best way to support or, us I guess, is to share the show. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But that's the second. The only conference we have left is this month. It's Crypticon. Woohoo! Please, if you come and let us know. I know we already have a lot of listeners coming. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we always do, we try to, after dinner, we, uh, there's a little bar at the venue. We always try to hang out with everybody in there. So please don't feel like 
you're going to bother us if you come hang out. No, we, we love it. We want you to, because there was a couple of that last year. I know, Justin they, like, sent someone to our room to retrieve me because I was too tired. Oh, yeah, I gave and I tried card. to I tried to sneak out and pass out in the bed. I'm like, hey, guys, it's room, blah, blah, blah. Here's a room card. Go get him. Well, and they did. And well, they he did. did. He did. He came in. I was like, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you better. I'm not sleeping. Just yeah. trying to nap. All right. So if you're coming to the show, let us know. If you're going to contact us, email is the best way, and that's Crypt of the Corn Podcast at gmail.com. Cryptids of the Corn Podcast at gmail.com. All one word. New reviews. You ready? Oh, yes. So I'm going to try to say this guy's name appropriately. Oh, so it, it won't be right. <laughs> no, it's I can read it. Oh, all okay. the words. It's just it's, okay. it's a meme. Gotcha. Sofa. Like a couch. King. Okay. Eric. Okay, Eric. Okay. If you say his name fast. Yeah, why we swoop. So he says, hyenas are seen in Winnipeg, Manitoba. There are no hyenas in our zoos. Explain that. And Ooh. I think you already know. I think he's... Putting that out there. I think you already know our opinions on it. Exactly. That yeah. They're just there. Exactly. Uh, and he's comments some other th- stuff about Manitoba. So we may look into that. Rob says, I love this episode. Really got me thinking of what uh, has imprinted on us the Robbest Rob. And that was on the Uncanny Valley episode. Ah, okay. That was fun. These next ones, I believe, are all on the Bigfoot episode, the recent Bigfoot, What is Bigfoot episode we did. Okay. Uh, he said, let's see who we, AK is the name, uh, all capitalized. Thank God. Finally, the squatch huzzah. Thank you boys. Ah, it's and we were discussing that before we did that episode. It's been a while since we've done this. A, a Bigfoot squatch. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, it's hard because there's tons to do with Bigfoot, but you know, we oh, try to mix so in everybody. Yeah. Ingrid Dawn says, I think he's Chewbacca, interdimensional alien pet. By the way, I love the intro, the music and AI Justin. My, but my favorite part is she's a witch. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> Shout out to Emily. Yeah, Ingrid. You'll hear her name again in a second. Ooh. So from Peter again, uh, he says, man, a tea, part man, part a tea, 100% <laughs> squashtastic. You folks rock. <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty funny. Made me laugh. Part a tea. A werewolf nine. Love it. It can't, it can't be a good Bigfoot episode. I think Bigfoot is a real ape creature out in the woods, but there are other things. Alien, question mark, mimic, or projections of something as well for various reasons. I agree with that. that. And I think everybody's listened to that episode. We we both kind of come to that conclusion that there seems to be a physical line of characteristics and a supernatural line of characteristics. Yes. That whatever the supernatural line is, could be a hodgepodge of other phenomena that's presenting itself that way. Or, I don't know. They're like uh, Transformers. More that wait, more than meets the eye. That's Bigfoot. There we go. They're co-opting that. All right, my last one. High Park Hoodlum. Ooh, okay. See, Hoodlum's one of those words I can read. Yeah. It's a weird word, though. I think you're absolutely nailed it in the conclusion. Oh, sorry, this one's on the, the Denver International Airport. Okay. I think you guys absolutely nailed it in the conclusion. Thank you. Somehow you're able to take such a dark topic and still manage to sneak in some lighter tones and witty comic relief. Truly, little chef kisses, masterful. <laughs> yes. Uh, the chef kisses thing made me laugh. That's really fun. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's Well, thank you for that comment. And uh, I think it's just naturally... Who we are? I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, think I tried. To, we tried to do the that. Patreon episode this week is a very dark one, and I think we still 
had some fun. Try to make it light. Oh, yeah. I think because in just in general, I don't take anything too seriously or try to let it affect me emotionally. And I always, I don't know, I guess I always find humor in things. So, so speaking of Patreon, we have some new ones. We'd like to welcome Tyler. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you for joining the Corn Cult. Woo! 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 We'll, we'll get your, uh, we'll go through the rituals um, soon. Once you reach that uh, level in the cult, you know, we'll start shaving your head, give you a flap. <laughs> And start force feeding your corn. That happens. <laughs> I think it's just an Ohio thing. Yeah. Okay, next, before we scare them off. Ingrid. Ingrid, welcome. Welcome, Ingrid. Thank you for your comment, and thank you for joining Patreon. Yes, we have so much fun with Patreon. Uh, if you guys are just not listening, you missed our Halloween party, because it's already happened. I guess so. Yes, but... The Halloween party, we do. We try to do two meetings a month for our $5 and up tiers, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys are thinking about joining Patreon, first off, any level, you get all the extra content, and there's uh, over 100 episodes. Of our, yeah, it's just exclusive to Patreon episodes. Yes. I don't think we've released any of them publicly. One. One we released did? one to show people what Patreon episodes were like. Gotcha, okay. Uh, we generally are a little more loose with those and have a little more fun with them. Right. Uh, because, yeah, there's no restrictions. We're not worried about losing our explicit... You right, know, rating or anything like scaring that. Scaring off the algorithms. Yeah. So, yeah, Patreon's by, a lot of fun. Run by demons and... I didn't say it wasn't. Right, I know, but I did. All right. <laughs> All right, I did say it was. All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm just getting to it. I'm making sure I don't missay anybody's names. I think everyone expects that at this point. Well, I don't want to use the wrong name. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so talk for a second. I mean, I don't even know. Is that all of our Patreon members? Yeah. The new ones? Oh, okay, good. We read like five last week. Yeah, I know. So okay. I split them up. Well, I didn't know that's the names you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting. Oh, come on. Your list is right there. I seen it. No, no. I'm I'm making sure I didn't have the guy's real name in because it's Carl's, uh, or not Deer Encounter, is the fake name we're going with. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I wanted to make sure because I'm going to read this. Yeah. So this there is, wasn't a. So this is, let's set up this story. We had it. And I'm going to actually read the whole story again. Oh, okay. So a long time ago, Carl submitted uh, his story about a not deer and some other weird uh, phenomena that happened to him here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. We used it in a listener grab bag episode. Yeah. And he emailed me a follow-up pretty soon after that, and I lost it. I didn't know he did, and it's probably because it was under the same heading. Yeah. So he recently emailed me again. Hey, he's just like, hey, you know, don't know if you guys ever got that thing, and I didn't. So yeah. thank you for emailing me. If you right. ever emailed us and we didn't respond to you, please Please do it because I just found one in the spam bin. Another oh, wow. Because I went through and looked. Yeah. I don't know why I'd end up in the spam bin. Right. Uh, so if you don't hear back from us, I'm pretty good within a couple days responding. of responding. Yeah. So please reach out again just because it'll kind of push it forward. Because I, this, if Carl wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have never known he'd had an update. And we wouldn't be doing this episode. All right. So you ready for me to read it? Yes. Okay. Let me get uh, all stretchy. Background 2011. My wife and I were living in a sort of run-down suburb neighborhood of northern Cincinnati. One of those old factory towns, but the factories closed and most people moved, so mostly abandoned old houses. He doesn't say this, but I'm going to guarantee it's near Iron Creek. Okay. Carl listens to the show. Yeah. Carl, you can let me know. Confirm it in the email. Yes. Uh, yeah, so most of the people. We were renting a one-story with no neighbors, so it was quite quiet. Uh 
once again, this is his original one. If you this sounds familiar, we've already read it, but I want to read it again just to get into it. It's been a while. It's been almost a year. Yeah, this was not long. This was in the spring, early spring, late winter. Okay, and we're going into winter right now. Right. Yeah. One winter morning, around nine or ten a.m., I went outside with my twelve-pound dog in my coffee. He went to do his business, but he stopped and was looking at something behind our garage. I walked over to see what it was. It was the biggest buck I've ever seen. It was looking at him. While rare, it wouldn't be too crazy to see a deer around the area. The craziest part was the deer was standing like a freaking human on its hind legs, looking down at him. So already he comes around the corner, the biggest buck he's ever seen. It's standing on its hind legs, looking down at him. No wonder why it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm 6'4", and with the antlers, it was well over seven feet tall. All three of us seemed to be moving in slow motion. After a moment, the deer backed up, still standing on its hind legs, dropped to all four, leaped the chain link fence, and just stood there. Or I just stood there dumbfounded. Next thing I remember, I was sitting on my back porch. My wife came home around 5.30 p.m. So right then and there, a huge amount of time lost. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a lot of missing time with this weird creature. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not deers. That's kind of the new colloquial term for them. Right, yeah. You know, the creepypasta kind of thing to call them. But these type of entities have been seen for a very long time. Uh, we talked about that with the rake. Yeah. You know, the rake is the new creepypasta name, but it's an old type of creature. That's Yes, that's been talked about for... Ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lo- super long time. Uh, so later in the night after dinner, I was laying on the floor watching TV. My wife, uh, who we found out about a week a week before, was pregnant with our first, went to bed. It was around 10 p.m. The room I was in was an addition used as a family room off the back of the house. So there was a door to an old dirt floor or an old dirt cellar in the TV room. So in the, he has a door right next to an old dirt floored cellar. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember I was watching Rick Stevenson's Europe on PPS. There was an episode in Romania, and he was in an old church. I know for a fact I was not asleep. The lights are the lights are also on. I could hear a noise coming from the cellar door, but I was unable to move, even at all. I can't even breathe. I'm laying flat on the carpeted floor, looking straight up. I see five Caucasian figures step over me and go back to the main part of the house. They all looked exactly the same. Black suit black suits, fedora hats, white skin. Also, no hair on their faces. They each looked down at me as they stepped over me. No eyes, nose, mouth, or anything like that. Mm. After a few moments, I could finally wiggle my big toe. Then I could catch my breath. I have never even been close to as terrified as I was that night. It made me understand the phrase, scared to death. I wanted to check on my wife, but I was so exhausted from the ordeal, I passed out. I woke up around 3 a.m., and the TV and the lights were turned off. I jumped up to check on my wife, and she was fine. The next morning, I asked her how she slept, and she said she slept great. Uh, said after she fell asleep around 9 p.m., she never got up. I did not tell her what happened, happened to me. Mm. The next night, I was at a trivia night with some friends. The hosts who were there were friendly, and but had not convert. Or, the hosts who were friendly but not conversational with came up to our table and said that they, out of the blue, 
hey guys, have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? And went on to describe it to us. I kept my mouth shut. We had never spoken to him about anything other than, hey, how how's it going, that kind of stuff. Right. To each other, and he comes up out of nowhere, out of the blue, and says crazy stuff like that. What the hell is going on here? When are we trying, or when we when we would go back to trivia night after that, it was just back to normal. How how's it going? Except that one night mm-hmm. when he had a sleep paralysis moment. So nor or nothing really happened after that. I moved out of the house about after four months. I told I never told my wife about what had happened until we moved. Although there was an old creepy house, I don't feel like there was really had anything to do with what happened anyway. The story's so freaking crazy. I would never believe it if it didn't happen to me. I'm shaking right now just reliving it. Hmm. So that's the old email. Yep. That's bringing back some memories. Yeah, so we start with this not dear creature. Uh, these, like, the people that describe these things to me almost make them sound like they're standing like a dinosaur. Okay. Like, their arms are almost tucked up. Yeah. And they're, like, hunched out. Like, like a T-Rex almost. Yeah, without yeah. the tail. Right, yeah. It's just very odd posturing. Yeah. It's purposely odd, though, in my opinion. Like to be creepy or yes. to be offset or unsettling? Yes. Okay. But all of it. Yeah. Just to scare you. Right. To make you, I think that's a part of the game. Fear. Do you think, so he had them faceless men in black. Yeah, I was thinking mirror men, men in black. Uh, either one. Well, it's all the same, yeah. Well, I don't think, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same. I think there's reasons for both could be placed into here. Okay. Five is a weird number. Men in black and mirrored men often are threes. Men in black can be twos also. Uh, in singles, you know, it's we've heard all of it. Five is a is an odd one. Yeah, it is. Not saying I, I, I can't think of any men in black or mirrored men stories with five, but not saying I've never heard of one. You know, there's tons and tons and tons of men in black stories. Right, exactly, yeah. So what do you think about the, the, the not deer aspect? Um, well, I mean, I doubt it was a... It was a uh, actual deer in my mind i've been well you've been around at salt fork deers with like uh blue tongue and oh, stuff like very yeah. sick odd deers yes but none of them have ever been standing on their back legs it's, staring at you they can stand on their back legs for a minute they feed really yeah they get up in trees and stuff like that huh it's very odd and they also do it to fight yeah i've seen that but that's different because they're like they're actively doing something yes and they're and they're uh like always bouncing, like they go onto the front legs yeah, and then very bounce hard back for them up. To do this. Yeah, the only thing I, like I can compare it to is I've ever seen like videos of cats where they'll stand on their back legs mm-hmm. and just stand there. Cats are better at it than deer. Way better because they can bend their bodies at yeah. different ways. Yeah. And they have position. like pads on their feet and mm-hmm. claws that grip, not just hooves. So yeah. Do you think? <laughs> do you think the not deer and the men in black? are connected as in they are the same phenomena reacting to him? Or do you think it was that classic kind of thing where weird phenomena happens and men in black come in and either want to be the, they either want to be the star of the show or they want to distract from the other thing or, cause a lot of UFO encounters, like if you look at it, the men in black aren't involved with a lot of the big UFO encounters, right? They're involved with the little ones mm-hmm. because they use it in my opinion to become the star of the show. Oh, okay. So is that something that's happening here or what do you think? But the show is only going on in his mind, though. That's the thing. But what is he supposed to go out and tell people about it? Was he supposed to, you know, go report all this? Right. Yeah. And he didn't. You know, and do how many people? Is it thirty percent of people go out and report it after? Right. Exactly. And they're just running the odds, or yeah, you know, what's happening? Man, I don't know. Because I mean, it seems like they it might be connected somehow, but 
whatever the connection is. I mean, if that was not actually a deer and it was something odd taking the shape of the deer, it could just be the same, could be the same entity or they could just be searching for that entity, whatever these men in black were. Like it's something that escaped. Now it's disguising itself as a deer, but it got exposed because deer don't stand on their back legs. And this thing was and staring is and staring. Uh, what's his name again? Carl. Carl down. So I mean, maybe that's what called in the men in black. Like, all right. And then they made all that noise, like because they were coming in through a portal in this guy's dirt floor basement or whatever cellar. Like after talking with some of our listeners, like James, for example, I. And more starting to go with the ideas of window areas, you know, John Keel stuff. Stuff slipping through. Like, there's just these little spots. Yeah. That whether, and then like Sean, we had Sean on the show with his encounter. Yeah. I think these little bubbles pop up. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, whether it's they're not really there, but you can see them, or they're actually coming through. It can be argued either way to me. Right. But that where you're seeing stuff that's maybe not supposed to be here. And the and another bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And it's coming through to where I think the not deer and the man in black he's seen were probably not the same thing, but maybe a part of the same phenomena. Right, yeah. The bubble is the actual phenomena in these creatures leaking out of from somewhere else. And that's like the mystery of it all is where's this stuff coming from and how is it connected? If you want to believe physics and all that stuff, you know, they they kind of proven parallel realities. Right, exactly. So it would be, I mean, that could be an example. And our whether, you know, we talked about in our Demon Core episode and all that, that what if the nukes broke open. something open? Yeah. They were already here. Or merged. smaller versions. Could have merged, you know, two realities together, whatever. Something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Where, I, personally, I think it just, it gripped open these little doors that were already existing and just blew them wide open. Like, what if, what if they were bubbles? You know how two bubbles... Sometimes when they connect, they'll just be two separate bubbles, but they'll be connected mm-hmm. by, like, one membrane. They'll yep. share a membrane. Or they actually, like, bloop, form a bigger bubble. I think that's that's. I think it's a good example of what's happening. So which one is it, though? I think both. Okay. Depends. Okay. I think it really depends on the case. Right, right. So where these high strangeness activities where multiple different things are seen, like uh, Point Pleasant's the one we always, you know, go back to, where... Tons of just tons of stuff was happening at one time. Yeah. To where the Mothman oh, yeah. was definitely, now it's the biggest thing. But, but back during then, the encounter, it was it the, the smallest part of the phenomenon. And it was to the point where UFOs weren't even like, Nobody, they were seen so often that they just didn't even care anymore. Point was had UFOs daily for years. Yeah, which is nuts. So one of them was sitting 15 feet above the house. Just chilling. And everybody's like, all right, well, that's odd. So weird. Different times. Yeah. So let's move on. Now it'd be all over TikTok. I think the phenomena is adapted too. As far as to our technologies. Oh, I'm to, sure. How to avoid. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. All right. So Carl writes back in. So this is all new. So I this, haven't read this. I haven't read this. This is the new mm-hmm. update that we missed. Okay. I try, I skim just to make sure that uh, they're not horrible. Right. But we already read one of Carl's. So I didn't really go into his. We trust. Yeah. We trust him. And the thing is, our show's not live, so if you never hear this, then obviously it wasn't good. So he says, hi, I sent you my story about seeing a deer standing on two legs in my backyard. You guys read it on a podcast earlier this spring. Well, that answer is that. <laughs> when I, oh, well, I have a follow-up that may be related. You guys referred to me as Carl last time, so let's go with that again instead of my real name, which is 
Carl. <laughs> and he said, thanks. You're about to say it, so, too. No, I don't. I, I purposely didn't put it on this. Yeah, so, so you didn't confuse myself. <laughs> uh, okay. So he just gives his quick recap. We're going to skip that because I just read his whole original story. So there's your quick recap. Okay. Uh, so he said, earlier this year, I literally had a come to Jesus moment that completely changed my life. I was on a dark, I was down a dark path and let some dark things enter my life. I'm talking supernatural encounters. That's a whole different story that will become relevant later. You with me so far? Mm -hmm. Uh, so we moved shortly after the deer encounter. We have lived in our house for the past 10 years with no so weirdness. This is until one night this summer. I was sleeping in my bed by myself while my wife was in the family room watching TV. A flip of his first story. Oh, you're right. I got up early for work, so it isn't anything out of the ordinary for us. So that's what he's saying. You know, it's not, it's not ordinary for him to go to bed and her stay up late. I woke up feeling something holding my leg. Literally already I'd burned the house down. <laughs> like kids well, go outside. Unless it was like your wife or something. She knows not to do this. I'm very, I make my opinions very clear. What will happen? You'll still burn the house down. So he had something holding us. Like I couldn't, or I could move, but I was being held down. Hmm. I tried to move my arms, but the same thing. I opened my eyes, and honest to God, I was seeing three beings standing over me. They had big, bald, olive heads with oversized black eyes, similar to greys, but they were so tall, and they were leaning down to stand over me in that eight-foot ceiling. Mm. So massive entities. Mm -hmm. oh, give me chills. These are the worst ones. Mm -hmm. They were also so sticky or sickly greenish gray. They appeared to have a slime over their skin. One of them was holding my leg. The other was each side of me. When I woke up, I was standing there. I started thrashing around. They all looked at each other as if to say, what's, hey, what's going on here? I was not scared or I was not scared for some reason. I was very, very angry of it, though. One of, or out of nowhere, I shouted, in the name of God, need to get the F away from me. Not a very Christ-like thing to say, I know, but I was so mad. All three of them backed away, and they were being pushed back by something. Hmm. All, sorry. I sat up in my bed. I just kept yelling over and over, not again, not again, not again. Leave me and my family alone. These giant gangly beings all or fell away from me out of sight. I laid back down and I was out cold. That's scary. Or we'll come back. Not to this. scary, but it is scary, but like, but this connects to a lot of our thoughts. Okay. Next thing I know, I woke up with my, with my wife and my kids coming down the stairs to my bedroom, asking me what was going on. I was laying in my bed in my sheets, pillow and blankets laying over the floor. They heard me screaming, not again, over and over. And they came to see what was wrong. I calmly told them everything was fine, just I was just having a bad dream. They walked back to their beds thinking their dad was just a weirdo. I looked up at the clock on my dresser, and all this had taken place in less than an hour after I had gone to bed. Hmm, okay. The next day, I told my wife what had happened. She said that they, she heard me keep shouting not again over and over, but nothing else. Now I know it could have all just been a wild dream I was having. Maybe it brought or maybe brought on by me telling my other stories in the last email. It was also so real, though. But I've never had a dream where I am in a real place in, like, my room. I've never shouted out like that in my sleep either, or at least no one has ever told me I have. Right, yeah. 
Growing up, I've always had a fear of aliens. I don't know why, but I always slept with my legs curled up, afraid that one of my foot, like something would grab me and drag me off the bed. But I've never had a memory or anything like that of where I've been taken or anything other than the strange dreams I had the day I told you about my last message. Uh, even the moment that was caused me or to find Christ was in a dream. After I shouted not again over and over, I started to wonder if there was more to this than I remember. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to say 100% yeah. Probably. If the What is that called? Like Screen re- memories. That screen memories, and then the, what's that regressive like hypnosis or something? If, I don't know if it's real, but... I mean, I believe it's real. Sometimes people, they pull out memories that you were, that were blocked basically. Right. Is that how that works? Yeah. Uh, so yes, I don't know how I, how you feel about that. I don't like it. Yeah. Cause I think that not saying that they don't, there's not some science, like some realness to it. Mm-hmm. I think they can really change your brain too. Could do that too. Like could put separate memories. I think that's what happens a lot of times. Mm, okay. Uh, cause that's happened with a lot of the famous cases where, it seems like the more they go back, the more crazy the memories get, the more details. Not saying that's not happening, but there's a lot of human error. Yeah. Could be occurring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're in a vulnerable state. Yep. So the grays, these tall grays. They remind me of uh, when we had Daryl Sims on. He talked about the different yeah. types of aliens. The these, tall, he called them what? The tall browns or the tall yeah, greens? He said they were like the smart doctors mm-hmm. of the of those type of and, beings. And we love Daryl, and he, he'll never tell you what he thinks they are. Right, and I get that. He just sells you that they're hatch cloned, manufactured. They're, they're not good. He won't yeah. tell you who'd made them, but they're 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 made though. They're created. But he's not the only one. Uh, Carl here is not the only one to ever shout the name of Christ and get these things to back away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I can't remember. We just were talking to somebody about it. Uh, now I can't remember. Both of us were. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe not both of us. Maybe it was just me. It may have been on Let's Get Freaky Podcast with Tommy. Okay. Uh, me, me and him are talking about it. That these beings, like Grace had abducted these guys, and they were trying to tell him, hey, you know, you know, he's saying he's oh. tossed him out. Was it us? I think so. Like, he was, they were saying, like, is this a story where they were saying, like, they were, like, godly? After. And then they, they've and said then, God's not real. God's not yes. real. And then after they're like, actually, God's real. And we're, we're angels. Just, yeah, we're angels. Yeah, that was us. Okay, I was there for that. Yeah. Uh, who were we talking to about that? It was just our episode. Uh, oh, it was one of our episodes we did, uh, and I can't remember. It's been it a few weeks. It wasn't with Timothy, was it? You know what? It could have been. Yeah, because uh, our angels and demons. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, so with that stuff. It's not the only time ever you've heard about, especially the Greys. Right, yeah, yeah. Backing up with uh, the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, the rake, that famous video. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about this video. I think there's a lot of arguments to be made either way. But this rake, this gray, long, thin thing mm-hmm. is crawling up in the yard until he calls his pastor and they start praying over the house. And the thing starts recoiling. But if you watch it, it's almost like, and I don't think this part's fake, but a lot of people point to this being a part of the fake, is that it starts like in reverse. It's just like, walk- it's not running away or backing up on like by its own volition. Like it's literally, it's steps are being replayed backwards hmm. and it's almost in this guy's house hmm. by the time his pastor starts praying over the house. Yeah. But tons of these have break, the name of Christ has broken the spell. Right. Yeah. And 
I think that points to what we talk about a lot is that these are, in my opinion, some of these, especially the, the abductions. Yes. Because they're horrific. Mm-hmm. Are modern day demons putting on a modern day face. Mm-hmm. And I think this points to that. I'm not saying all aliens or all encounters with foreign beings are this. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I'm looking at the greys. I'm wondering, too, if they are if they specifically are demons or if they were vessels created by demons. Well, you know. Which, in, you know, in the sense, same yeah. thing. It's the same thing, but it, it's either way. But there is I'm trying to think. It wasn't Pasigula. There was another one, a big famous alien abduction, to where they started talking about God and Christ. And the aliens were again like being like, "Oh no, God's not real," you know. And we we know everything. Mm-hmm. And then they started shouting Christ's name, and the aliens like recoiled. Yeah, like they just don't want him to talk about like, Christ. Sh- yeah, yeah. Got the cat hissing. Like not good. No, no. It's like the ho- spray holy water on, them and they mm-hmm. start melting. What are your thoughts? I, th- this is crazy. I can't. Bl- yeah, it's it stinks that we kind of missed this email back then, but I'm glad we found it now. Well, it was perfect. I I think it was perfect for Halloween. Yeah. It's scary though. It's it, it does mimic though, uh, like sleep paralysis type. Uh, you know, uh, I can't even think. Compare it's comparable to, in a sense. But and you know what's weird about sleep paralysis hmm. is there's a lot of psychologists and a lot of neuroscientists that still can't explain it. What it is, yeah, yeah. They know what happens. We yeah. know we can watch it on EKG machine. Mm-hmm. We don't know what is causing it. Oh, I and I've had it happen to me that I, in times that I can recall. And I've had the one time I told you about with the the cat. Oh yeah, yes, yes. That was probably the one third or fourth scariest I've ever been in my life. Can be scary. Can be freaky. Well, especially because I thought I'm like once I realized. Okay, so I'll share it real quick because we got we got a few minutes. I'll share it real fast. That I was being chased by a monster in my dream, and I woke up and I couldn't move, and I could hear the monster crawling. Then finally, I woke up like I could move. I sat up and I'm sweating, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. And then I hear the monster again, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's real!" Like it's the follow, like I'm, yeah, it's real, because I'm moving in my room now. It's pitch black. It's the middle of the summer. I had the window open, and I hear it again and again and again. Finally, I recognize the sound. I look at my window. It, it's two cats having having mating rituals outside <laughs> my window, <laughs> which is frightening. If you've never heard that sound, two house cats making oh babies, goodness. it is a horrific sound. Oh, I remember the first time it happened. I was outside jumping on a trampoline, and then I just hear this noise. And this is our cat. She, her name was Gary, which my sister named, which she loved Sponge, still likes SpongeBob, but she was little, and she named this cat Gary. And then we realized Gary's a girl, <laughs> but we didn't care. Still, that's her name, Gary. And I see Gary's head poking out from under the bush, and she is screaming. And I'm like, D- what's like? Gary's dying, and I jumped off the trampoline, and I made it about halfway, and then I seen this big tomcat latched onto her back, and I'm like, oh, no, Gary's not dying. Gary, so here's uh, your biology for the episode. You know why they scream so bad? Uh, I do know why, yes, but you go ahead and tell them. They have, on their male genitalia, they have reverse hooks yeah. to clean out semen of other males. Gosh. So it's not it's not pleasurable. It's like sharks. Yeah. <laughs> what it's a not, brutal way. Yeah. So... Back to Carl. Right, back to Carl. <laughs> this sleep paralysis with these grays. Yeah. And these are what? the big, freaky grays. And I was going to say, it was sleep paralysis, but at the same time, it wasn't, because he was able to break free of it. But he it took him a while, and they were holding him they down. They were holding him, yeah. That's the, that's the scariest part of it. But once he called out Christ's name, they left. Yeah. 
And I think that this, I don't know if he just had two separate paranormal encounters in his life or there's something like something following him or I think it's, I personally, I think he had two separate things, mm-hmm. but here's my opinion. Once you start looking into the paranormal or the paranormal finds you, yeah, it keeps finding you. Yeah. It'll keep coming for you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the same phenomena or not, I don't think it truly matters. It'll keep coming for you. And it's the, it's the mystery behind that is why. Why does he, why do he, how, or what's the reason these things attach themselves Here's to you? My thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you want to go first on that? I don't have any yet, but maybe you'll inspire me. That most people, almost all people on the planet, in my opinion, have had paranormal encounters. Mm-hmm. And 75% of the population ignores it. Mm-hmm. So phenomena doesn't care. Like it wants to be recognized. Right, exactly. So once you have one of these big encounters, you can't look away from the little stuff. Right, yeah. So now the paranormal wants an audience. Mm. So it'll come to the people that, that know give, it exists. Right, that can give it one. Yeah. Hmm. Because I everybody's seen quote unquote ghostly stuff. Right. Where something moves that shouldn't move. Something flies off or the house creaks a little too much or Right. Noises that shouldn't be made. A house is made. settling after hundred and ten years. Yeah. <laughs> It's just settling. It's still settling. It's been settling for 110 years. Now, you know, we grew up in a haunted house, and that's what we always were told is the house is settling. Settling, yeah. I mean, um, but our house was fairly new when I was, or it was new when I was growing up. And I, mom and dad said that all the time. House settling. Well, yeah, your house was new. It, it was probably settling. It probably, yeah, I know. I know. But there was weird stuff that happened. Yeah. That it should not have happened in a new house. That's like the whole country's built on Native American burial ground. Right, exactly. So that's what I think is happening with the paranormal. And I think it could be a hodgepodge. I don't think everything's a demon. I'm not one of those people. Right, right, right. right. I do think what he meant that night was a demon. Hmm. The other stuff I could definitely see being interdimensional creatures. Right, yeah. Uh, but I think the paranormal as a whole, once you recognize it, and other researchers have said the same thing, that once you recognize it, once you start looking into it, it starts looking into you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of the audience aspect. It wants to put on a show. Ooh, okay. I've also, okay, here's my theory. Okay. I think what if people, uh, you know, everything's vibrating and whatnot, or everyone just puts out their own kind of frequency, and maybe some people have like a higher frequency of like, that, you know, maybe is more a, a, a positive state of mind, and then that's, that emanates out from them, and these things, whatever they are, don't. They want to uh, either maybe, you know, dim that down or change it. So they'll go in. So they're attracted to these types of people that put it out naturally. And then they come in and try to scare it and change that, change those people. Because I say, you know, if enough of those people exist around the world and they can freely promote that positivity without fear or nothing, maybe if enough of them do that, it might change other people around the world. So then these, this is ways for them to kind of control the world population and to a negative frequency by dimming these points of positivity around from so, individuals. One, one to go with that. When to go? One, yeah. <laughs> one to go with that. Oh, okay. Uh, adding on to your thought. Yeah. Is that that could explain why. How many people have you heard about that want to have a paranormal encounter, want to, want to, want to, and never, never do? Never do, yeah. Because they won't have the right reaction. Mm-hmm. There's no point in doing it because they're going to enjoy it. Right, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not supposed to, you're, why? You know, it's, mm-hmm. you already believe that mm-hmm. could be the aspect mm-hmm. or that they're not going to get what they need 
out of that encounter. Which is why probably I've never seen anything like nothing too cra- that I can recall too You've crazy. You've been abducted. I don't know. I talk to people. Daryl Sims is pretty convinced you've been abducted. He don't know nothing. Daryl? <laughs> He's going to the karate chop here. I know he would. <laughs> There's not, if Daryl's listening to this show, you don't know nothing. He listens. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Daryl's awesome. I just want his hat. It's weird. I heard other podcasts talking about Daryl recently. Well, uh, oh, gosh. No, I just forgot. Cryptonauts. Okay. They were talking about him in their Stardust Ranch, Stardust Ranch series. Yeah. And it's funny because I was like, we know Daryl. Yeah. I talk to Daryl on the phone all the time. I know. Isn't that weird? It is weird. It's just like. He's like a, he's like a, he's like not a dad figure. He's like a, just like your weird uncle that you get to see at holidays. Right. That you just like, oh yeah, he's going to be there. Let's, let's steal his hat. If you guys ever get the chance to meet Daryl, he's a lot of fun. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. So, Carl, I hope maybe that helped you. Yeah. We're not a therapy podcast, so. Not by any means. I think we need therapy but probably. But I can tell but... you, you know, with our, with my paranormal encounters, uh, not the Bigfoot stuff, but the shadow person stuff, definitely in the name of Christ did repel mm-hmm. stuff. The, Watched it happen. The power of Christ repels you. The power of Christ repels you. It's the you know, little Gatlin gun that fires crucifixes. Isn't it compels you? Is that the real yes. trait? <laughs> Good. So I did do it right. Yeah, for the exorcism movies and stuff like that. <laughs> I like repels. That's that's a good. So Carl, know. thank you. Yeah, for thanks for stuff. submitting that. I mean, that's that's an awesome story. I mean, awesome as in like it's like I, this is, this not like good. Horrible awesome. to me. Not good. Awesome. Like no, awe. Like awe inspiring. Like, oh, like awesome. Uh, well, it, you, like awesome think, isn't always positive. But. I think, and the not again thing. You know, it's obviously it's yeah. probably happened before, and we, or anything with the grades. We know they constantly repeat abductions. I, and maybe he was subconsciously screaming not again, like he was being bound and held down, like not again this, like not again. I can't move. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's crazy, like seeing these things and recalling it, remembering it. Because when I have sleep, I've had sleep paralysis. Used to be more prevalent. I had had a long time. Thank goodness. Fingers crossed. But it's just usually I was just exhausted and I just like taking a little nap. I remember one time I was just sitting on the floor. I probably told this before. Just sat on the floor to take a break because I had to go to. I was doing one job. This is when I worked three jobs in a day. It's awful, awful. How many are you down to now? Well, I count this too. I guess now. Yeah. Like, but this was when I had my job in the morning, and then. And then I had to go to track practice and then bowling out in the evening at five days a week. And it was exhausting. So I'd have like a 30-minute window in between one of those where I could either take a shower or take a nap. So I was taking the choice during the day. And I was just sat down, instantly passed out. And then I remember hearing like footsteps coming up the stairs. And I, it's not like I could open my eyes. It was almost like I could see through my eyes. I could see the whole room around me. But I couldn't move a muscle, and I kept hearing these footsteps come up the stairs, and I was just waiting for it to come around the corner, and nothing ever did. Nothing ever did. And then I like had to force myself to snap out of it, and I literally like jumped out of my seat or jumped out of my body almost, but it was me waking up, and then I was, like you said, scared, Like or he said, Carl said. I don't know, but that was it. Yeah, it's weird. Weird stuff. Never well, seen an entity. Thank you, Carl. And yep. if anybody else has a story they'd like to submit, please do. Please do. I think it. the waiting list is very small right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, as long as I didn't miss anybody, because we're saving all the hyena ones for the documentaries and stuff like that. Right, yeah, not including hyena. Yeah, because we got a lot of those, thankfully. But any uh, cryptid, paranormal, any ghost, alien, just odd. 
Yeah. Share it with us. Crypt of the Corn Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. I think that's right. Yeah. I'll send it to an email and hopefully it gets to us. Right. We don't, if I don't respond in a couple days, please send another email. Yeah. Re- respond. All right, guys. I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been J Clone. Uh, what did I say? 60? I have something? no freaking idea. I think 60 something. I can't see your barcode. You're facing me. Uh, yeah, I got it hidden. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash Crips of the Corn.com. And don't forget, stay magical.